Hey girl, it's that time of the week and I can't wait to share with you today eating disorder treatment options and what is the best for you. Maybe you've been struggling with disordered eating behaviors for decades of your life and you don't want to put your life on hold and go into a full-blown treatment facility. Maybe you don't even know what options are available for you. So you just stay here thinking you're going to manage it all by yourself. Girl, today's show, I'm going to break down the different treatment options that are out there because you deserve a life that's free from the chains of disordered eating. Let's dive right into today's show. Hey girl, welcome to the Her Best Self podcast. I'm Lindsay Nickel, former competitive figure skater and perfectionist, turned God-led imperfect boy mom and digital CEO. If you find yourself constantly thinking about food and wondering if you'll wake up one day free from the obsessive thoughts and behaviors controlling your life, then I've created this podcast for you because I know exactly what it's like to be a downright hot mess trapped in the destructive cycle of disordered eating. I finally found freedom and you can too, girlfriend. So if you're ready to heal your relationship with food and body and break the chains of control and show up in your best health, then grab your favorite Tarjay journal and let's get to it. So you can start living your best life as your best self. Happy Monday, girl. We are talking about the different types of treatment options. There are many different forms of treatment options and different levels of care when it comes to truly finding recovery and a way out of being chained to food controlling your life. Maybe you've already experienced them. Maybe you have been with this disorder and this relationship with food that's been harmful your entire life or a big chunk of your life. And therefore, maybe you've been in and out of different treatment facilities or you've had different levels of care. Today, I want you to know that this is a personalized experience. It is a personalized approach. And there are so many different forms of eating disorder treatment and levels of care. But it's important that once you've accepted and committed that you are going to do whatever it takes to do the dang thing, I want you to go back and listen to the last episode of the show, because once you've committed that you were going to do the dang thing, then I want you to do your research to find what's best for you and your situation. What does that look like for you? What's going to work for you? Everyone's recovery is their own recovery. You may respond to one type of level of care and not the other. And the National Alliance of Eating Disorders and the National Eating Disorders Association share so much information around the different levels of treatment and the treatment options that are available. And so I want you to leave today's show with an idea of different levels of care, different ways that you can help navigate your next step to find out what is best for you. Okay, so I put these into little buckets, but essentially I want you to think about an outpatient experience versus an inpatient experience where number one is going to be outpatient care. And that's where you're going to live at home. Maybe you are going to school and so you need to remain in school. Maybe you have family, you have kids, and so you're going to live at home, but you also attend weekly sessions with a care team 
And this looks like dietitian, a therapist, other professionals that are helping support your journey, your medical doctor, and maybe it also looks like some other support groups that are available for you. In this type of experience, an outpatient level of care, a professional has deemed you medically stable and therefore you're attending weekly sessions, you're looking for support. And so this level of care might work the best for you in your situation. Again, it's gonna depend upon your severity as well in terms of behaviors that you're experiencing. The second is what I would call intensive outpatient care or an IOP. This occurs in very specialized type settings. Maybe it's in a center, a hospital, and you're attending multiple sessions per week. There's group therapy and there's different things you're covering. You also have individual therapy. You have different things that you're working towards. This is very, very, very common for many people to go into an IOP type setting. And in fact, this was where I spent majority of my recovery was an intensive outpatient program. And so if you're looking for one around you, of course, leverage Google, but there are probably opportunities for you to attend an intensive outpatient program or an outpatient program within your area. Now, the next is going to be partial hospitalization, or maybe you've heard of PHP, which is day treatment. Essentially, it's five to six days per week for six to eight hours a day, and you're in the same place. It's definitely more intensive than an outpatient type program, and it includes different levels of therapy, different supportive structure in place. You might have meals, and then you return home in the evening. Okay, I also did similar day type treatment, although I was in school at the time, so it wasn't a full eight hours of the day for me, but I did go into day treatment, which was helpful because I would do a couple of therapies and then I would go into a support group. So it was similar to that being combined with an IOP for me. And this worked super well for me and my journey with my anorexia and recovery from that. Number four is residential. When you think of residential, I want you to think about the inpatient experience. So there's 24-hour care and supervision, okay? You may be medically stable, but you are going to require that intensive level of support. You're going to need a structured environment, and this is typically held in a medical hospital or a center, or maybe you've heard of the home-like facilities. This is 24-hour level of care and support. Number five is inpatient hospitalization. And so this is most appropriate for you. Maybe you've gone through eating disorder recovery and it's not really working. You're not responding. And so you need a more high intensive setting. This is a structured 24 hour medical psychiatric type facility setting where you are doing intensive treatment you're also being supported in a place maybe there's self-harm that's going on or you are experiencing that type of level of concern and depression. Maybe there's other things that are going on for you. And so you need an inpatient hospitalization type level of care. And then finally is number six, which is acute medical stabilization. This is the highest level of care. And basically it is a critical care facility for eating disorders. And this is where you're deemed medically unstable due to the severity of your eating disorder or the complications resulting in medical complications and trauma. And so the main focus of an acute type setting is to get you physically stable. Once you've been cleared in terms of being physically stable, 
then you can move on to a different treatment option. Maybe that looks like partial hospitalization or that looks like something residential, right? But it is important that you understand these different levels of treatment so that you can classify what might be the best for you in your current circumstance and your current dynamic. If you're thinking, okay, that all sounds good. That's giving me kind of a 101 of the different levels of treatment that's available to me or for the loved one in my life that's struggling with a disordered relationship with food and an eating disorder, but I'm just not sure what's best for me right now. So it's important, okay? Lindsay is sharing Lindsay's experience. That's the point of my show because I wanna be vulnerable with you. I wanna be raw and real with you. I want you to find this place a safe place that you can come to. I want you to see me as a friend that is right next door to you, holding your hand, walking you through the different options that are available in your life. I'm not a medical professional. And so I say that because it's important that you speak with a licensed healthcare professional so that you can figure out which setting is going to be the best for you. Also, if you've been struggling with an eating disorder for years of your life and you feel like you have this awareness, you know that you've battled with this for decades. Sister, you owe you. Maybe you're not ready to commit to a residential facility. Maybe you feel like you can't. I have so many one-on-one clients that seek out recovery coaching for this purpose. And so there's additional options that you can take with awareness and support, and obviously with other different care teams that are involved. So many of the women that I support also are in nutritional counseling. That means that they talk to their dietitian every week, they get support with meals, maybe they're also in support groups. This creates that safe haven And this place for connection that you have with other women that are going through the same thing as you, okay? Also, the importance of seeking out additional opportunities for you is that if you're determined that you're not going to go into a residential-like facility or you're not going to go into hospitalization, but you know that you're struggling, I want you to reach out to your doctor, but I also want you to reach out to a coach as well, or talk with your doctor about the idea of recovery coaching, because it's so important that you get some level of care. The importance of a recovery coach, I'm not going to diagnose you, I'm just going to be there to create a guided accountability structure and provide actionable support that you need from this point forward in your journey. So unlike a therapist, I don't go and talk through traumas in your life that have led you up to this place. That's why it's so important when you're looking for treatment that you explore all the options. I have women that work with me that also attend weekly therapy and also talk to their dietitian every week. And then they also have sessions with me. And I work on that continual care that comes from a place that they were in very intensive level treatment or it's been a while since they've had a treatment experience and they were just looking for support to finally end the madness where they're no longer gonna turn to food controlling their life. It's a level of relapse prevention. Everyone's recovery is your recovery. Your journey is your journey. It's your journey alone. And what's best for you might not be best for me. What worked for me might not work for someone else, but it's important that if you struggle, You owe you, sister. It's up to you to do better for you. 
And today's show is not to classify you into which type of option you should fall into. It's simply to provide you some awareness on what could be best for you. If you've been sitting here and doing this by yourself, first of all, you weren't meant to do life alone. Second of all, you definitely weren't meant to do the hard things alone, like recovering from a full-blown eating disorder or an unhealthy relationship with food. You aren't meant to do this by yourself. And that's why it's so important to research and to do your due diligence and putting yourself first and putting yourself the highest priority item on your list because everyone else in your life is going to benefit when you can start putting you first. Okay, so maybe you can't go into a residential facility because you've got a four year old or maybe you can't go into a residential facility because you're taking care of your parents. It's okay to be like, this is my circumstance. This is what I don't have the ability to do right now. But instead of sitting with you only by yourself and maybe even listening to the show, which is great. I mean, you're going to find a wealth of information here and so much personal wisdom that I have encountered in my own journey and through education. But you need more. You need more. If you're sitting here listening and you're struggling, do you a favor because you owe you. It's time to accept. It's time to commit. Go back to the last episode of the show. You're going to love that one. It's going to put a little pep in your step and a little fire in your heart to commit to you and go do the dang thing. This episode today is to just let you know that there's so many different options out there. And when we think about eating disorder treatment, we really think about black and white. We're either better and in recovery and doing some sort of outpatient type therapy support, or we're in a full-blown residential facility. And that doesn't mean that that is true. It's not black and white. There's so many other options. There's so much out there now compared to when I was struggling that you might have multiple different options that are located near you to be able to help support you. There's also online options. Speaking of online options, With all of my one-on-one clients, I do everything completely virtual. That means that we get on Zoom one-on-one every single week and we work through actionable things that are going to get you from where you are in this place right now to fully free and thriving. Sister, I hope today's show has truly blessed your heart. I hope it's given you just this level of understanding that Just because so-and-so's journey might be one way and your journey looks different, it's okay. You may respond to one level of care. You may respond to one treatment option. Doesn't make you better or worse. It doesn't make residential bad for those that need to go in a 24-hour support. It doesn't make people that do outpatient any less important. What matters is that you're standing up for you. What matters is you're making a choice and you're deciding and doing. You're not going to do this anymore by yourself. And sister, I encourage you today, if you're looking at what is best for you, that you do the very best thing for your future self and do your research, talk to a professional, and feel free to reach out to me. You can do so at my website, lindsaynickel.com. I'll get back to you. And if you're looking for personalized recovery coaching support, that means, again, that I'm working with you every single week. Maybe we need to get over some fear foods. 
Maybe we need to get off the scale. Maybe we want to go out to dinner with our family. Maybe we want to not look at the menu. Maybe we want to find healthy coping strategies, recovery tools that are going to set you up for success for life, not temporarily, for life. That would be recovery coaching at its finest. And that's why I believe in it so very much. And you can layer coaching in with your current care team and plan to support your journey. What's best for you is that you put yourself first and that you continue to put one foot in front of the other. You are worth it. You deserve it. I hope you've loved today's show. Share it with a friend. Maybe someone in your life is looking for support and they're just not sure what they need right now. Share this with them. Let them know that they have been on your heart and that you want what is best for them too. Okay, girl, I'll see you Thursday. Bye for now. Hey, girl, before you go, I want to pop in your ear one last thing. I have two slots available for recovery coaching, so you're going to want to get your client application in before we shut down for the fall and before I waitlist folks. You can do so at lindsaynickel.com. In addition to that, if you're looking for community, if you're looking for more support, come find us. We are hope and healing for eating disorder recovery, and I have some secret stuff out there waiting for you. We are going to be doing some support group options in the near future because I cannot wait to pour into you on a group level. You are going to love it. I'm so excited to be doing this pretty soon, and I can't wait to share it with all of our community ladies. So meet us out there, girl. Talk to you soon. Oh, friend, thank you so much for letting me share what was on my heart today. My hope for this podcast is to help more women find freedom from food and body. If this has empowered or blessed you, let me know. I'd be honored for your rating and review of my show, and I'd love to connect with you in my private Facebook community. You really can move from perfection to purpose. Let's break the chains together. I'll help navigate the way. Until next time, bye for now, girl.